in the immortal words of Prince. Dearly beloved, we have gathered here today to get through this thing called life. You could say that I'm starting this podcast because I want to prove something. Not to anyone in particular or to anybody, but to prove something to myself. To prove that there are other people out there who are feeling and sensing and realizing some of the same things that I am at this particular time in our society, in our world, in our culture. And that there's another side. There's another side to all this that maybe isn't getting enough of a voice and maybe isn't being heard clearly enough or broadcast well enough. And maybe if I can do something to add to that conversation and to let other people out there know that, hey, you're not alone. If you are tired of all the negativity on social media and online on Twitter, if you're tired of the consternation and the the backbiting and the politics, I don't blame you. I am too. And there are other things happening in life that don't necessarily make the headlines. There are things happening that are worth talking about and describing and broadcasting that kind of get drowned out by all the negative, all the bad, all the stuff that we shouldn't feel good about. So that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's about trying to make space for the things that are good, the things that are working, and also to make space for talking about how you can communicate your life your life's worth, and your life's work in a positive light and to be proud of that. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your accomplishments and your achievements and being who you are. So this podcast is really about making space, about making some space for some other ideas that are not political, that are not contentious, that are not trashing or pulling anybody down or gossiping. This is just... I wanted to have a dialogue with you, a dialogue about the good stuff. So, having said that, I'm going to go ahead and start with our first segment, which will be uh, quotes to live by. So I'm going to give you a quote that uh, I found this week that I find inspirational and important and really speaks to something uh, that I think we need to hear. The quote that I want to do for you is from Vincent Van Gogh, and it says, What would life be if we had no courage to attempt anything? I like this quote for a couple reasons. One, I am a fan of the art of Vincent Van Gogh. I've seen some Van Gogh uh, in person, and I've read books. I've seen uh, movies about Vincent's life and uh, how troubled he was and how gifted. And um, I'm really, I'm very touched by Vincent Van Gogh and, and what he had to offer this world. And I'm going to use that as a stepping off point for this first podcast because I'll tell you, I'm a little bit trepidatious myself in doing this because I don't know that anybody's going to hear what I have to say and I don't know that anybody really cares and I don't know that anybody else does feel like there's a lot of negative out there and we need to make some space for the good stuff. But I'm willing to bet and I'm wanting to prove that I'm right and that if I don't do something, how can I expect for anybody else to have the courage to attempt anything either? So in the words of Vincent Van Gogh, what would be if we had no courage to attempt anything? This is my attempt to make the world 
a little better place than I found it. I hope you'll join me. Since this is the first episode of this podcast series, and I've made it clear that my intention is to mix space uh, for positive dialogue and discussion of issues and things that are happening uh, without the negativity and the tearing down and dispersing, um, I want to talk a little bit about courage. I want to talk about um, something that I've learned about having courage and recognizing courage. And I'll do that through a story of my own experience. Several years ago, as a younger man, I volunteered with an organization that worked with at-risk kids, kids that came from troubled households. There's some drug abuse, alcoholism, some domestic violence. And these were kids that needed mentoring, needed help, needed some emotional support and assistance. And I volunteered to be a mentor uh, to these kids, among other mentors, uh, to help kind of guide them and, you know, keep them on a track of best possible success despite their circumstances. And I went into this thinking that as an adult, uh, with so much experience myself and knowledge and, you know, care that I had so much to offer these kids and then they just take advantage of it and they would just run with my knowledge and it'd be so great and I would have so much to offer them and blah, blah, blah. It was really all about me. And once I started working with the kids after a few months and kind of getting to know them, what I found was that the kids were the ones who were teaching me. The kids were teaching me about compassion and about adversity and overcoming challenges that I certainly never had to face in the course of my life and certainly not as a teenager myself. And it was amazing to me that although I had come to them to teach them, I came away to learn and that they really taught me a lot. They taught me a lot about courage and showing courage in the face of, you know, difficulty. And the courage that they exhibited wasn't like running into a burning building or, you know, something that would make the local news. It was just showing up in the course of their everyday lives, their difficult lives, and just being their authentic selves and just trying to do the best they could despite the circumstances and the, the hand that they were dealt. And I I still find that pretty remarkable and pretty inspiring, really, that um, these kids had the wherewithal to really show up and try to do a good job. Um, so I guess, you know, in the course of my working with the kids in the organization, they had a piece of literature that they would give to the kids that was kind of like a daily reflection book for teenagers, uh, something that would give them something every day they could read a page that would talk about conflict resolution or, you know, self-esteem or staying centered in the midst of trouble or walking away from an argument or something like that instead of getting into a fight. And the book's title was The Courage to Be Me. And I always loved that title and I always loved that book because it really spoke to this idea that it takes courage to be you. It takes courage to be yourself. And sometimes it's not always safe. It's not always a good idea to be yourself because if you're uh, around people who are maligned or are 
you know, manipulative or are deceitful or are disparaging, then obviously being yourself around them would not be a good idea because they're probably going to look to tear you down. But the flip side of that is that if you don't allow yourself to be your real true self amongst people who are capable and willing and open and respectful of that, you miss out on something really beautiful. You miss out on an opportunity for other people to get to know you in a way that, you know, you're missing out in the same way that if I had never volunteered with those kids, I would have missed out. I would have missed out on so much uh, that I got to experience and seeing them grow and, and learn and adjust. And I would have missed out on, on years worth of wonderful experiences that I had working with those kids and all that they taught me. And all that was required was for me to have the courage to to show up, to show up in my own life and try to be as authentic with them as I could and honest and relating to them in a real human way that, you know, even as an adult, you know, sometimes it doesn't get easier. Sometimes problems still persist and it's still hard, but that doesn't give you a pass. You know, it doesn't mean that you get to take a, a free pass to not show up. You're still expected to show up and do your best, even when times are hard. If you have to dig a little deeper, you know, try to always have the courage to be you given the circumstances and stand firm in that, that you, you know, you are, you're demonstrating in the course of your own life that you have the courage to be the kind of person that you want to be and not make it reliant on your conditions. Don't make it reliant on other people's expectations of you or what they think you should be doing. You know, this is your life. You only get one. So make it count, you know, make it something that you can look back on and be proud of. And no matter what your accomplishments are, no matter how small, uh, in the course of everything, I'd say that working with those kids and, and mentoring them for the period that I did is one of my greatest life's accomplishments. Now, did it ultimately have a huge impact and effect on the lives of the kids? I don't know. They're all adults now. They've all grown up and gone on. I'm not in contact with any of them. I don't even know if I'd ever see them again, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, the idea that at that time, that when they really needed help, that hopefully I was there to help and to offer something substantial and worthwhile that hopefully made a difference. That's that's the best that I could hope. And I think that's the best that any of us can hope is that we have the courage to be ourselves regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the hardships, regardless of you know what we're going through, that we try. You just try to do the best version of yourself you can be today and then let the chips fall where they may, right? Nobody's perfect. We're all going to fall short in some way, in some aspect. But still, the effort is always worth it. There's one other segment that I want to introduce to this podcast. It's called Tell Me Something Good. And it's going to be just an opportunity for me to tell you about something that I saw in the news this week that really I thought was moving or inspirational or worth sharing. So uh, this is my story for this week. It's uh, courtesy of NBC News. And uh, this is not meant to be political whatsoever, although it is does involve a political actor. Uh, you may have seen this uh, on the news. If you haven't, you can check me out on Twitter at Life Marketing Tips. Um, it's a story about a little girl named Parker Curry 
who really became entranced by the former First Lady Michelle Obama's portrait, and so much to the point that she wanted to dress like Michelle Obama for Halloween. And her mother, I guess, made a costume of Michelle Obama's portrait, the dress that she's wearing in the portrait, for the little girl for Halloween. And she does look super cute. She looks really cute in the dress. And her mom uh, tweeted the picture, uh, how cute she looks. And uh, to the point that Michelle Obama actually responded to the little girl, Parker, and said, you nailed the look, Parker. I love it. It doesn't get much better than that. So this is kind of a case of somebody, uh, a little girl who has chosen Michelle Obama as her role model, somebody that she looks up to, to be, I guess, glamorous and sophisticated and someone that she wants to emulate. Uh, Her mom picked up on her interest in dressing like Michelle Obama and made the costume, which again, I just think is really cool. I think it's very cool that she, um, that she did that, that her mom participated, and that uh, Michelle Obama uh, commented on it uh, and encouraged the little girl. It's little things like that. You just never know the small things in life that we do that may have a positive outcome and may make a big difference in the life of someone else. You just don't know. So I just want to share with that with you. That's my first uh, Tell Me Something Good segment for this week. Okay, so this is the first podcast. Uh, You get a sense of what the podcast would be like, I think. Every week I'll give you a quote and a variation on the theme that will hopefully um, illustrate some ways that you can use advanced communication techniques uh, and some social psychology to improve your resonance and the way that you communicate your true value and worth to the world. That's what that's all about, is helping you to better communicate what you are about and what you value to the world with clarity and confidence and poise. So, I think this first one in the, in the can has been a success. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Again, if you want to follow me on Twitter at Life Marketing Tips, you can follow me on Instagram at Life Marketing Tips. And I'll be back next week with another episode, another theme. And I hope that you'll join me then. Thanks. Have a good week.